And in today's episode, we're going to talk about our favorite Sex in the City episode, A Woman's Right to Shoes, and how it applies to our lives. But first, it's time for our weekly love and hate. Christine, what's your weekly love? My weekly love, I actually have two of them. One of them is beauty related because I can't go long without talking about beauty products on <laughs> here. But if you are looking for a really good, affordable drugstore um, lip product, I cannot recommend the NYX Soft Matte Lip Cream Formula enough. They um, also have like a butter gloss, but if you're like me, you don't like glosses, you like a matte lip, this is a really good option because it doesn't dry your lips out like some matte formulas will do. And they're really, really affordable. And the three colors that I have pretty much been wearing on repeat, um, Istanbul, I love that color so much. Zurich and Stockholm. Good, nude, a little bit warm. Um, they all vary slightly in like shade. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous colors for fall. Really easy. Like, you know, like that lip color you can put on. You don't have to like look at it like a red lip. Like, oh, did it get all over me yeah. or whatever? Does it look okay? These you can just keep like with you on the go or whatever. You can put them on. It's just like... The faintest amount of color, but the most beautiful shades. Super affordable. And, you know, you can get them at Ulta, Target. Like, most drugstores carry them. I really love those products. They're so good and they're so affordable. I agree. So, again, the colors are Istanbul, Zurich, and Stockholm. Stockholm, I think I probably wear the most. It's a little bit warm, but still, like, a really pretty nude shade. Hmm. So... I'll have those linked um, in the show notes. Definitely affordable. And like at Alta and that, you can normally get these, like use the coupon for it. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um, My second favorite is something new to me that I'm still trying to learn more about, but I'm currently using it. And before I was using Audible for an audiobook subscription and a company... um, I reached out to them because I love the concept. I believe it's pronounced Libro.fm, and it's an app. And you can purchase um, monthly memberships for audiobooks, or you can just purchase like individual audiobooks. But the different thing about this is this app partners with your local bookstores. So you can choose what bookstore you want to, you know, put your money in. So you're still giving back to your community your shopping and supporting your local bookstore. So I have been listening and I've talked about this a lot on Instagram. If you follow me, the book, the grace year, it doesn't come out, I believe until October 8th. So when you guys listen to the podcast, it'll already be out. It is an audiobook that has kept my attention so much. I know some people struggle with that, but this audiobook is so good. The book itself, like just the story is like a mixture of Handmaid's Tale, kind of, sort of, Hunger Games. It is, like, grabbed my attention. I'm close to finishing it, and I cannot wait to finish this book. 
but you can go online and choose a monthly membership for audiobooks or you can buy individual, but it's just kind of cool because it invests in your local community. You're still supporting your local bookstores and they have a ton of options to choose from. They're not paying me to talk about this or anything. <laughs> I just think it's really cool if you are someone who wants to support local independent bookstores. Yeah. This is a great way to do it. I think that's a great idea yeah. um, because I know a lot of people want to support local bookstores, but you enjoy listening to audiobooks. I know a lot of people yeah. like to do that on commutes or, you know, it's just easier maybe for them to to get through than a physical book. So this is yes. a great idea and I'm really glad that you shared it. Yeah. And I looked on there and the selection is great. And like when I put in my zip code, it pulled all of the books like the bookstores that I could choose from if I wanted, like which one I wanted to choose. Okay. So I kind of like it that they give you an option, like which bookstore you want to support. And the choices on there are amazing, like just as good as, you know, using something like Audible or whatever. So again, I'll have all the information below and I believe it's pronounced Libro.fm and it's an app that you can use on your phone. I'm going to actually download it right now. Yeah. <clears throat> So, um, those two are my favorites for the week. Okay. Lindsay, what about you? Okay. Last night went after, like, we're recording this on Thursday, the third main yes. girls day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to Lizzo last night. Sorry. I'm dropping lipsticks. You're fine. <laughs> I am so jealous that you got to see yes. Lizzo. I, How was it? it was great. I honestly didn't know. I only know, I guess I think maybe two, three of her songs that she mm -hmm. played. I really didn't know much about her. You know, I don't listen to a lot of current music. I know I've mentioned that on here before. <laughs> so when I was invited to go, I was a little nervous because it's hard to go to a concert when you haven't, when you don't know much about the artist. Yeah. But I, that didn't stop me from having a really good time. Um, her opener, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. I don't, we're like, we can't pronounce names, you know, we yeah, just that's can't. Yeah, what we're going to be known for. Yeah. Um, Ari Lennox, I believe was her name. Um, and she was fantastic. So fun. Uh, had some really fun, different music. Uh, so she got the night started off. And um, then Lizzo came out and put on a great show. She didn't come out until late. So I didn't get back until really late. I, it is a work night. So I am a little tired today. <laughs> um, congested and all of that. I just stayed up way too late, but it was worth it. I, I don't know that I'll ever get an experience like that again. The crowd was amazing. Um, it was really cool to see everyone dressed up and comfortable in themselves. You know, yeah. I think that's one of the things that she promotes and being comfortable in your body and all of that. And everyone was dressed like they didn't have a care in the world. And I really loved yeah. that. I think everyone had such a great time. There was a great energy in the crowd. It was unlike anything I've ever been to. I've been to a lot of concerts, but I usually go to like rock concerts. So it's definitely <laughs> a not, little different. Yeah, it's definitely not the same experience. Um, I had so much fun. I can't say enough good things about it. Like I left there feeling just really kind of uplifted. Um, 
I went with Emily from Authentically Emmy and Nicole from What Nicole Wore. And Emily has some great stories that she shared about it. Nicole did too, but Emily shared yeah. kind of about her experience. Uh, I don't know that that will still be available um, at the time of when this goes live. But if it is, make sure you go check it out because she had some really good things to say about it. And again, it was just such a fun, uh, fun night, a great experience. So now I'm a Lizzo fan. (laughs) I listened to, I was so jealous yesterday because she came to Atlanta, but she came during a music festival that I tried to go to once before. And I don't know if it's because I'm old now, but I'm also horribly claustrophobic and I do not do well in crowds at concerts. Um, my sister-in-law and I, we went to Music Midtown um, in Atlanta, for those of you who are familiar with it, huge music festival. Um, I could not handle it. I got stuck like in the middle of Nikki. No, hold on. Who was it? I don't know why I can't think of her name right now, but I got stuck like in the middle of the concert and I thought I was going to have a panic attack. Lizzo performed at this concert that concert this year and that was the only way I was gonna be able to see her and I was like I can't do it like I just cannot do it so if she would have been like by herself performing would have been there she is just someone who I love to listen to to like I don't know she just like uplifts me I feel like she makes me feel like a badass bitch (laughs) and I love to listen to her. Rob's like, oh, you're listening to Lizzo again, huh? (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm glad that you went. And I can just imagine that that would be like a really supportive, uplifting. It was. Like, what a great concert. I think supportive (laughs) is the best word. You know, you go out sometimes and you worry about judgment. So one, I thought I was too old to go. Um, probably because I just don't go out at all <laughs> anymore. But there was a really like the age range. It was across the board. Yeah. Um, and nobody was judgmental towards anyone else. Everyone was doing their own thing, having a good time. And that's one of the few places I've ever been where that has been the case. And yeah. it, it was just a, a great, like I've said it a thousand times, but it was a great experience. And it was in one of, it was in a small venue, so it wasn't a big stadium or anything. I think that made it kind of more intimate and mm-hmm. the crowds really wanted to be there. It was people who really wanted to be at that show, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you went. Me too. And that you stayed out on a work night. (laughs) Like I haven't stayed out that late. I don't think we got home to almost midnight. Um, Wow. And then I stayed up for a bit after that, just kind of chatting. And uh, I needed a night like that, but I'm paying for it significantly today. And I can't wait for bedtime. good though to like go out with your girlfriends and just go and have that experience because sometimes we just get so busy and we just like make excuse after excuse yeah I almost actually said no to going to the concert because I didn't know much about her music and uh, or about her and you know again it was during the work week and I need my sleep not that I get I don't sleep great but (laughs) I like to try to get in bed early. So I was a little hesitant, but like, you know, you may never get this opportunity again. Go out and have a good time and enjoy yourself. And I'm really glad that I did. Well, good. Good for you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 
we can move <laughs> on to our hate if you're ready after all that uplifting I, talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna br- I'm gonna bring it down now. Yeah, <laughs> bring it down a couple of notches. So my weekly hate has been a reoccurring theme for this podcast <laughs> for my hate. It is now October 3rd and y'all, it is so hot outside still it's that I'm still too. going swimming. Yeah. We, I believe, have set records for how hot it has been. We have to. I think I read um, on our like news channel here that we've had 90 consecutive days in the 90s. I think ours has been something similar. Like we've had more 90 degree days this year than ever, I think is what it is. And Mm -hmm. we've set like day records for certain days, like especially in September and then moving on into October. And yesterday, I believe it was like 98 degrees. It It was was pretty miserable. Yeah, it's in the 90s here again today. It is disgusting. I keep wanting to like organize my closet and like move my sweaters and everything. Yeah. But it's still so hot. I can't wear any of that yet. I can't either. I'm tired of my uh, summer clothes right now because I feel like I've been wearing them since April or Mm -hmm. May and I'm just not like, I, I don't know. I'm just ready for a change. And I'm currently sitting in front of the window in the office and the sun is blaring me too. Down on me, and it's um, so hot. It's hot, and my allergies. I know you all can tell, which it's pretty much a year-round problem for me. But the ragweed is so high, and we haven't had any rain, and it's just dry and hot, and it makes me feel like shit. Yeah. So I'm tired of this weather. I think we're actually supposed to start cooling off this weekend. Yeah. And I'm just ready for fall. Like I'm ready for cooler temperatures. I'm tired of boob sweat. Me too. I'm tired. I'm I'm tired of sweating in general. Yes. That was my hate for today. I put if I have to deal with sweating for one more day. <laughs> I know I that right there could be you. Much worse things that I could be bringing up right oh, now. Sure, but there always could be, but no, I, I think, you know that's a valid so point. So many of us, I think, are just over this weather. I think so too. So that's my hate for the week, um, Lindsay. What about you? My hate—it's kind of hard to explain, but so bear with me. Um, okay. I was on Pinterest one day looking for—I like to post quotes on our instagram and facebook pages just Mm -hmm. like fun or funny quotes or uplifting quotes like whatever kind of in the mood to post that day just to make sure we're posting something and i was looking for like funny quotes or something one day and all of these i'm gonna read some to you sorry i'm pulling up my phone i should have been more prepared obviously (laughs) (laughs) One says something to the effect of, uh, it's like a Thanksgiving, like a holiday letterboard, mm-hmm. and it's something to the effect of, don't forget to set your scale back 10 pounds this week. Oh, One is, the more you weigh, the harder you are to kidnap. Stay safe. <gasps> cake. I wow. hate it when I gain 10 pounds for a role, then realize I'm not even an actress. <sighs> Um, this one goes along with Lizzo. Why food great when I gotta lose weight or whatever, li- or whatever Lizzo said. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm like those skinny girls who can eat whatever they want, except I'm not skinny. And on and on and on and on. Oh, those are like so cringeworthy. 
I hate those. I think that they are problematic. Um, Any Mm -hmm. kind of quotes, if you want to call them quotes, um, any sayings like that. um, I just cannot stand it. I I don't like those at all. And Pinterest is just and full of them. Instagram and Facebook, they are just littered with them. Um, I don't find them funny. I've seen a couple over the years and I'll maybe laugh, but maybe I've just changed my mindset a bit and I don't think they're funny (laughs) and they can be hurtful to some people. And I'm not the most PC person. Like I, you know, I have, I can laugh about things like, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. There's just something about those weight kind of related things that people make light of that I just don't. I don't I think, find clever. I think when it comes to that and women, I think well, men too, I think we have to be really careful. There's like a fine line. And I think that it just, I don't know. I, I find those cringeworthy. Like, yeah. I don't know. They, I understand though, like what you're saying. It's, they're shitty. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. It, it's kind of hard for me to put into words, I guess. But a I lot know of them are saying. very like fat phobic. I didn't even. Yeah. I was trying to look at a couple today. I thought I had saved more. Um, there were some that were worse than that, and I, I wish I would have oh found gosh. them before, like the episode. Um, but just when you're sharing stuff like that, kind of think about how that could make another person feel. Yeah. Um, I shared something like years ago, and someone pointed out to me that it wasn't that it could be seen as like abusive, and I didn't even think of it that way. But mm-hmm. after they said it. I changed my mind on it and realized like they were right. And I'm always learning, (laughs) you know, I think that's important for us all to do. Yeah. You know, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to share things that may be hurtful to someone else, even if we think they're funny. And then it's like, Oh, I I didn't see, but now I do. And I appreciate you sharing with me how that was hurtful to you. Are probably unaware of what that can do to some people and make some people feel. Yeah. They probably aren't posting that intentionally. No, I don't think so at all. Right. But I, I, I totally understand what you mean though. Yes. Um, it's something that they don't even really think about, but yeah. it can be, you know, that can be so upsetting to someone. I think and so too. just the message that it points like that it I just it, I, it's I a don't shitty message. like all of these weight related <clears throat> comfort the we've talked about this so many times but weight loss being shoved down our throats and yeah. just this kind of this talk and this conversation surrounding it even if it's meant to be lighthearted it's not to someone and it no. can be harmful or hurtful to somebody reading it and like i said i didn't even really share some of the worst ones i just can't find them <laughs> i should have looked mm-hmm. a little bit harder before we started recording but I see them posted there. A lot of people share them on Facebook, um, you know, on Instagram sometimes. And I've been guilty of doing it myself. But like I said, I've tried to kind of change my mindset on how I talk about my body or other people's bodies uh, this past year or so. And I think we could all, you know, do a better job of that. Yeah. 
and we're going to see it a lot more with Thanksgiving and everything and the holidays yeah. approaching. There, It's going to be on like all social media nonstop. Yeah. Like here's how to but not gain weight during the holidays. Yeah. It's like gain, do whatever you want to do. Like stop not being afraid. Food and yet. enjoy time with your family and don't worry about it. Like, yeah. you know, if you want to do it for health reasons, you know, that's great. If you need to watch what you're eating and everything, but don't go through the holidays, like, you know, freaking out because you had too many carbs. Right. I mean, enjoy your time enjoy the time with your you know mm-hmm. i don't know i just look forward to the holidays like i am going to eat so much food i'm going to enjoy myself i'm gonna have drinks and i'm not gonna worry about it like yeah who cares i think that's something that gives a lot of people issues you know oh i'm gonna try to watch what i eat during the holidays or i don't want to get yeah. too much weight or i was in this group uh I guess I'm still in it, but it was a Facebook group. I, a couple of years ago, had my macros calculated mm-hmm. and I'm not really, I'm just never going to follow like a weight loss plan. It's just not for me. I don't like most of them. Mm-hmm. This one, I really liked the woman who hosted the group and who was in charge because she was very like body positive and, right. um, even though it wasn't really for weight loss, a lot of them were like kind of bodybuilders and that type of thing, mm-hmm. or just kind of trying to find out how to eat healthier. That That's really kind of what it was. Um, She didn't promote like weight loss necessarily. Right. But she would say during the holidays, she was like, don't track them. There's no reason to, you need to enjoy some of this food you may never get again. What if your grandmother's like, you know, maybe this, yeah. a, a parent or grandparents last holiday and you should enjoy that food and not be worried about gaining a pound or you know worried about fitting it into your calories or macros for the day Um, it's really really like that message and you know i am on my eighth week now of the faster way to fat loss and i have to say that's one thing that my coach it's not been about losing weight because I have not been perfect on this, but it's taught me a little bit more about eating. And even around the holidays and such, she's like, have a great day. Eat what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, who cares if you eat bad for one day? If you want to do better the next day, that's great. But just enjoy yourself. And I think, though, that um, when we're talking about, you know, what you said for your weekly hate, the things that we're seeing on social media and all that, you don't know who's going to be seeing that information, who has like an eating disorder or something, or yeah. who has a really unhealthy relationship with food right i mean you just have to be so careful into that category and yeah i you know it's really kind of started i've started paying i guess more attention to it recently and you know it is it's troublesome to post that and even though we think it's a joke or you know someone thinks it's a joke to somebody it's not and it can be harmful um yeah so that i know that's we could have a whole episode <laughs> on that i don't want to yeah. take up the whole episode talking about it today i would love to go more into those kind of things in a future episode but <laughs> that was my hate yeah that's a good hate though i mean i think it's an important conversation and something to bring up because like i said before i'm sure people who are posting this they're not trying to be dickheads oh, or no. anything. No, I don't think unintentional. So. Like they find it kind of funny. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. I'm gonna have to wear sweatpants tomorrow because I'm gonna eat a couple, so much. I've laughed at a couple <laughs> of those things myself. Like, I'm not. I have a sense of humor, 
but I think some of these go a little too far and it's just, yeah. it just promotes unhealthy relationship with food or with your mm-hmm. body. And anyway, that's my opinion. I'm sure that'll upset we'll someone, again. but yeah. I don't care. <laughs> that's all right. It's a, it's a good thing to bring up. And I think you have to remember, you don't know who's seeing those posts, like young girls and everything. Right. I mean, they're learning all of this from what they're seeing online. Mm-hmm. So let's be more mindful about what we're posting and yeah. what we're sharing. Yeah, I think so. I think that's kind yeah. of the the theme of my yeah. hate, maybe. <laughs> so right. today's episode, first of all, I believe this is our 20th episode. It is. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? It it's our 20th episode. So first of all, thank you guys for following along on yes, this journey with thank us thank you um the fact that we're at 20 episodes is crazy i feel like we just started this all like yesterday me too um but when Lindsay had the idea for this episode i think that this might have been the most excited i've been <laughs> <on that episode. laughs> like i have been researching this i was like giddy when i woke up this morning because we got to record this so That's i so hope funny. you guys really enjoy this episode you learn from it um if this is something you currently are going through or have in the past that you know you're not alone so Lindsay, since this was your idea do you want to kind of lead us into this um episode yeah um so we have talked about doing a couple of deep dives on some shows that we love so sex in the city is one of those shows we wanted to talk about and the particularly we both realize that our favorite episode of the entire series is a woman's right to shoes so if you haven't seen that um, i'm going to just kind of refresh your memory a little bit or if you have seen it it may have been years for you it is season um six episode nine and it aired on august 17th 2003 i did not watch back then i didn't watch until like college and like after college um Mm -hmm. and i was just starting college at that point Uh, but this episode has always stood out in my mind and i think about it often i actually wrote a blog post about it a couple of years ago so i'll link that but if you need a refresher it's the episode where carrie goes to a baby shower and her shoes are stolen (laughs) um (laughs) it starts out kind of funny and you don't think you know of what the it kind of changes direction Um, When she finally works up the courage to ask the hostess to pay for her stolen shoes because she was forced to remove them before entering the house. Um, She is judged by the hostess who I cannot think of her name. I know you watched it today, but she's played played by by Tatum O'Neill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She thinks that it's ridiculous that Carrie paid 485 for her shoes and only agrees to give her 200 telling Carrie that she has a real life and can't live an extravagant lifestyle any longer. Um, so it, that's kind of what the episode is themed around. Um, and Christine wrote down some of her favorite quotes from the episode to kind of refresh your memory a little bit more. Do you want to read through some of those? Yeah. I watched the episode this morning. This is one of the episodes of sex in the city that really stands out in my opinion. Um, even though this was in 2003 and it's 2019. <laughs> That's crazy. It still applies. Like it's insane. But this show, like, Oh, I was telling Lindsay, like, I want to go back and I want to watch it because it's just, I, it taught me so much. 
and I could still probably learn watching it again. But I went back and watched this episode in particular, so it was fresh in my head. And some of the things that kind of stuck out to me, um, Samantha, who is just... I loved her character. She was kind of the crazy one, not afraid to say what was on her mind. And the whole thing was her shoes were stolen. And the woman, like they said, that basically she shoe shamed her for having these extravagant shoes. And um, Miranda was like, you know, she needs to pay you for these shoes. And Samantha was like, if you had a party and told her to leave the baby outside the hall <laughs> and the baby went missing at the end of the night, there would be payback. Like, I love you that have- <laughs> And so the episode kind of goes on. Um, basically, I don't know why I can't think of her name. And I just watched the episode today of who played, like what her character was. Yeah, but Tatum O'Neill. I should have like really paid attention to that. I can't remember. Um, she basically shames Carrie and says, you know, I can't believe that you would spend $485 on this. You know, I just can't do that now. I have kids and all that kind of making Carrie feel like a piece of shit for, you know, having nice things. And when I was researching this episode, one of the things that really stuck out to me is someone posted a good pair of shoes is just as valuable in a possession as a diaper bag. Oh, wow. So again, because I messed it up, a good pair of shoes is just as valuable a possession as a diaper bag. That like stuck out to me so much. Um, But Samantha they then show in the episode is it like at a restaurant and she's trying to have a conversation in one scene. And then the other scene, she's at the restaurant with all the women talking about it. And Samantha's like, I'm so sick of these people with their children. She's like, there should be double cappuccinos in here, not double strollers. And Samantha kind of takes it, you know, to a whole nother level where she doesn't think children should be allowed in certain establishments and things like that. And it just kind of stuck out to me. I'm trying to figure out what else I wanted to, if there was something like went in order and Carrie kind of asked, is it bad that my life is filled with shoes and not children? Mm. And I think, you know, we'll get on with that later. Um, Also Tatum O'Neill's character said to Carrie, you must have a lot of time on your hands because Carrie called her friend back and was like, you know what? That conversation we had was really awkward. And her friend was like, oh, I haven't even thought about it. You must have a lot of time on your hands. I had forgotten about that part of the episode even. Yeah. And after that whole um, kind of interaction with her friend about when her friend offered to pay for the shoes and then shamed her, Um, Carrie was walking with Miranda and Carrie was like, I am basically Santa and has brought up the fact that I have bought engagement gifts, wedding gifts, baby shower gifts, and I have spent so much money celebrating her choices. Mm -hmm. And basically it was kind of like, because I'm single and I'm not married and I'm not having kids when is she going to celebrate anything for me? And the whole thing was, if you are single after graduation, there isn't a single occasion where people celebrate you. And that is so true. I think Charlotte tries to say, well, birthdays, but everybody has Mm -hmm. birthdays. So everyone like, it's not like a special just for you, just about you or, you know, like occasion. Yeah. Yeah. And I I get that. 
the whole episode was kind of one of those moments where you realize, and it does, it makes you think about it. After graduation, if you are single and you don't get married and you don't have children or anything, are people still celebrating your, what you consider achievements? Or has our society basically put certain ones as more important than others? And that's kind of what the whole episode was about. Yeah. And we kind of wanted to walk through what we thought about some of that and um, some things that have been said to us or things that we've experienced. And, um, you know, because we both are living, I don't know, would different Um, lifestyles, untraditional I would say (laughs) I think that applies to a lot of people though. I am married. Um, I do not have children. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say that Rob and I did not have a big wedding. It wasn't something where we got tons and tons of wedding gifts. I mean, we basically paid for the wedding ourselves. Our reception was in the backyard. Like we went away to get married. And then later on we had a reception that we pretty much paid for. Mm -hmm. So I didn't get like a lot of expensive wedding gifts. Um, I never got an engagement party. I was never thrown um, a bachelorette party or anything like none of that happened for me. Mm -hmm. So I am married, but I don't have kids. You are in a relationship, but you're not married. Right. And no kids, obviously. Right. Um, Well, not obviously, but you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So one of the things I wanted to start out and say is that I actually do want that lifestyle, which I think is why I find some of these things especially hurtful um, that people have said to me because it's not that it is, this wasn't like a goal of mine. I didn't, you know, sit down when I was 18 and say, oh, I hope when I'm 34 that I'm single and childless. Like, (laughs) it wasn't, I'm not checking that, you know, off on the to-do list. Um, But I know that they're hurtful regardless of the situation, Um, even if you maybe didn't want uh, to get married or have kids. Um, You know, I'm 34. I realize that this lifestyle might not happen for me, but any insinuation that my life isn't real or or that it's meaningless, it makes me feel like shit. Um, And I know if you've experienced that, I know some of you have, I know how it makes you feel. Um, I know that some of you want to have children, but you're not able to, like Christine. Um, Mm -hmm. And for some of you, maybe being single and remaining childless was your goal that you didn't want kids or you wanted to uh, concentrate on your career and you still get these kind of comments. Um, We've kind of talked about these things before and our expectations on women episode. Um, Maybe some of you wanted to get married and have kids young and you've been judged for that. Um, There are so many different ways to live your life, but why are we judged for whatever choice we make? There's no one right way of living your life. No. And that's, I mean, right. And that's, I wanted to kind of put that out there before we started mm-hmm. the episode because I don't, we're coming from two people who don't have kids. Um, I'm not married, but we're kind of talking about things that we've gone through. Um, but I know a lot of you have been judged for something, some decision that you've made, some choice always. that you have made. So, and then, 
this isn't to criticize anyone who does have children or anything oh, by gosh, any no. means. I mean, we both this want just, them. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's that. I mean, if my life was perfect and, you know, I got everything I want, you know, my life would not look like this. But this is my life. And I have been criticized. And there have been moments where I've kind of felt like, fuck, you know, why, why am, why are we not celebrating? This was something really important yeah. to me. Like just things like that. But I want to put it out there. Everyone is being judged and criticized in some way. Mm -hmm. And I pulled our audience and I did get some information um, back from people. And I kind of wanted to know like, hey, have you felt criticized by your lifestyle? Have you felt that, you know, people only celebrate certain life achievements and things like that? So that's something that we'll talk about. But I think that you brought up a great point, Lindsay, the fact that we all have been judged for something, no matter yeah. what, no matter what we situation. do. I yeah, know that it doesn't matter. A lot of moms are shamed for different things. And uh, basically, I just want to say, we're all doing the best that we can there. We're always going to make somebody unhappy. Yeah, they're always going to insert themselves into our lives and our lifestyles. Um, one of the reasons I wanted to do this, and it's actually the reason I wrote the post about this episode, and I told Christine this and was getting very fired up when we were discussing this episode <laughs> a few weeks ago. I get a Facebook message every year from my prom date on my birthday asking why I'm not married, saying, shouldn't you be married by now? In different variations of that. Shouldn't you be hitched by now? Why aren't you married? Blah, blah, blah. It happens every year on my birthday. And I forget to like unfriend him and block him. <laughs> I actually may do that now. Yeah, <laughs> I've been mean, talking really. about it. But and I usually say some smart ass remark or mind your own fucking business. I mean, you all know how I am. <laughs> but that was kind of the inspiration behind that post. I know why he's doing it. Um, I'm not going to go into that on here today, but it just, it, he's not the only person that does that to me, but it always happens on my birthday and it's like, oh, happy birthday. Go fuck yourself, you know, yeah. <laughs> kind of a thing. So that's kind of why um, I wanted, that's where that post inspiration came from. And uh, do you I feel, do I mean, First of all, that guy sounds like a total creep to me. Yeah. And the fact that he does that every single year, grow up. I know, like I know. We all we know why you're doing it. Right. Like, but <sighs> but do you feel because you are in a relationship, do you feel that people take your relationship a lot less seriously because you are not legally married? I I get that all the time. I know I have mentioned this on a previous episode, or it may have been when I was on um the other podcast that I did. Yes. Why should I? Um, it was a great podcast. Mm -hmm. But when I was working at a different job, um, Jason, one of his family members passed away and they were not going to let me off work to go to the funeral because we weren't married. Mm -hmm. And I went anyway because I was like, <laughs> we've been together at that time and it had been still like seven or eight years. It made no sense to me. We're family that I should mm -hmm. miss that. I've also had people criticize us for sending out Christmas cards with each other um, because wow. we're not married. Um, I've had people just say a lot of asinine things to us um, that our relationship wasn't that serious, um, that my niece shouldn't call him uncle. There's been a million, a million things. And, and you guys have been together for how long now? It'll be 12 years in March. Yeah. 
So it's not like, and we've lived together for over eight years. It's not like Mm -hmm. we just started dating six weeks ago. Uh, I don't understand why people care or why it bothers them so much, but I have been to many, many weddings that have already ended. The marriage Mm -hmm. has already ended and we're still going strong. And I'm not saying that there's any correlation. (laughs) I just mean that just because you're married doesn't mean that your relationship is any better than what mine is. Not at all. And that was one of the things that I actually had asked um, when I pulled the audience for them to fill out some information. And I asked, have you ever been criticized for your lifestyle because you are not married or you don't have children or, you know, vice versa? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people kind of shockingly, there was a good mix of yes and no's, but the people that did say yes, that they have been criticized, I wanted to read a couple of the answers. Yes. We get a lot of flack for being, which I didn't even know what this was. And I kind of, I had to look it up. I'm embarrassed. I'm probably going to say, is it Dink? Um, Dink. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what is Dink? Like, what is this? And it's dual income, no kids. Yeah. We get a lot of criticism uh, for how we spend our money too. Oh yeah. We'll get into that later. Oh, I have a lot to say about that. Me too. Uh, (laughs) We get a lot of flack for being dual income, no kids, but also we are about to start our first round of IVF. So people just like to criticize when they don't know the whole story. And another one, we were criticized before we even got married. We have been in a long-term relationship. Now it's a little less, but we still always have people ask because now they're married, but they don't have kids. Um, another person said not in person, but culturally it feels that way. And I think that's a thing. Like someone's going to criticize you if you're in a relationship, but you're not married or what happens when you are married, but you don't have children. Like, I think our society has always expectations. It's like a timeline of like, these things have to happen. And if they don't, I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, sometimes I think that a lot of these things are regional and we both live in the South and I know Mm -hmm. that Christianity is really big here in Kentucky and in Georgia. Georgia. And I think that a lot of this judgment and these comments come from that. And I'm not calling out, I I'm a Christian myself. um, So I'm not saying anything negative about it but that's how many of us were raised that you're supposed to get married and have kids and I know a lot of people have looked down on us living together um without being married I remember when my sister got married she had lived with her boyfriend because um he is in the golf industry and he Mm -hmm. has lived they now live in South Carolina but they've lived like a few different states but they wanted to be together. So they lived together very briefly before they got married. And some of my like older family members were mortified that they got married mm-hmm. in the church. Yeah. This is another subject for another day, but like, <laughs> I will never forget that. And it's like, they barely live. I mean, they would, the church would burn to the ground if I got married, I guess. And one is what they think. <laughs> but you know but I do know a lot of people who do that like they don't want their parents to know that they're living with their partner significant other because they're not married Mm -hmm. or they'll rush into marriage yeah so they can live together and I mean I'm not criticizing anyone's choices no but to me it just seems like 
wow. I mean, mm-hmm. Rob and I lived together before we were married. And honestly, I can't imagine not. Oh, God. Like, there's so much that I learned, yes. you know, in that experience. Yeah. I think for me, um, I I don't know that I necessarily felt criticized for not getting married. But now what I feel is because we don't have children, people will say stupid things to me because they don't know, like, you know, what, what has happened. Like, right. Yeah. And or, but I think the biggest thing now that I've gotten um, from people is like, is there something wrong with their marriage because they don't have kids? Like, oh, wow. because they don't realize you know my personal health issues they'll assume that like our marriage is in a bad place like wow you guys have been married for like 12 years you've been together a lot longer than that why do you not have kids now I actually had a family member come up to me at someone's wedding and ask if everything was okay in my marriage because we don't have children oh my god that's so invasive so I think that you know just like you said we're all being criticized for something (laughs) right right um, so it's like, okay, I got married. I can check that off the list that people are going to be happy about that. But then I think what happens then is people are expected then to have kids. Like, um, someone I know recently was like, she just got married, I believe in June or July and her family were already like, when are you having kids? Oh I want grandchildren. I want this. It's so much pressure on people. Like think about divorce rates. And now, like I was talking about this with my mother-in-law recently, when she was growing up, she knew no one really who had in her class or anything who had had single moms raising them or had parents that were divorced or anything. And she didn't really know anyone like in college and everything. And afterwards, like no one talked about divorce. It just didn't happen. Right. But now, like, that's, I mean, I come from a divorced, like my mom and dad divorced when I was very, very young. I had a single mother who raised me. Divorce and all that is so, I mean, it's anymore a miracle that marriages survive. I mean, nine times out of 10, I mean, and things can happen. There can be horrible relationships. And I don't think that, you know, I was raised Catholic where divorce is like, you know, you don't don't do it. Yeah. I'm not like that. I think that, you know, relationships, they just don't work out. And I think think our parents or grandparents generation I don't think at that time women had a lot of options. They Not had to stay in unhappy and sometimes they didn't have a marriages because yes. what else were they going to do? Yes. And I think that people like to talk about divorce rate, but I wonder if it's because women now are like, well, I can, I have a we job, have we, I have my own income or I can go yeah. get a job and I don't mm-hmm. have to stay in an unhappy marriage um, and be and- miserable. And, and I, th- I think that I'm glad that it's like that because I don't think anybody should be yes. unhappy. So no. um, I know, like I said, people like to always talk about how awful the divorce rate is and it is, but it's also, you know, we have more choices now and we can be independent. Thank God. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, um, you don't have to stay in s- with someone that makes you feel like, like shit. shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I think that women back in the day, like, you know, or they, I've even heard it from people who are like, I don't want to upset my family. If Uh I get divorced, my family will disown me. And I'm just like, wow, I can't imagine being in that, that situation. Yeah. I mean, horrible, but I just think that, you know, it doesn't matter what stage we're at. Like we just want to be happy that we're in 
a great relationship. Hopefully, you know, everyone is. Um, but you have all these goals that our family puts on us, our friends put on us, yeah. our society puts on us. You know, you have to be married. I think that I think I wrote this down in like some of our show notes or something somewhere. The title for women, you shouldn't have to be a wife or a mom to feel important. Are those titles, you know, important? Of course they are. But if you aren't a wife and you're not a mom, or maybe you are a wife, but you're not, you know, vice versa, whatever, that doesn't mean that that makes you any less of a person. Right. And I think in our society, that's something that I've had to deal with, you know, and not being able to have children. I mean, it's something you really have to work on yourself because our society makes it seem like, well, if you're a wife, but you're not a mom, you don't know what yeah. true love is, you know, and, you and things like that. A lot of weight in yes. being a parent. And yes. I don't, I don't know if that will ever happen for me. And I know you've had some of these things said to you um, that you won't know love until you have kids. Yeah, that's been said to me a lot. Yeah, it has me too. And I have a niece, and I can't like, and just really my whole family. How I don't understand how I don't know what love is. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I think that's such a horrible thing to say to people. Again, you don't know. Look at all that you two have gone through with your infertility. So you don't know love mm-hmm. because you can't have a child. I think that's I mean, ridiculous. It's, and it's hard. I mean, there are definitely days where I have my weak moments and I let the society things bring me down. Like, you know, I'm not a mom, you know, I couldn't give my husband children, mm-hmm. you know, I even have taken it as far as to think that, um, Rob's parents will be disappointed that Rob married me because I couldn't give them grandchildren Um, and that I took his son's, you know, life away from Mm -hmm. him. And they're not like that at all. But those are the things that pop in my head because as a woman, society has made me feel that way. Right. Um, And it's a, it's a learning curve. Um, I never expected my life to be like this. Mm -hmm. But it's my life and there's nothing, I mean, there is literally nothing that I can change about this. This was something, you know, medical issues that happened that have prevented me. I cannot do anything more than I have done. Right. Um, But it is difficult because I think we all feel that constant pressure. It might not be from our friends and family. It might just be from society or whatever. But there are a lot of people, though, who are unfortunately family and friends are pressuring them and they're making them feel like shit because they haven't reached, you know, certain levels of, you know, life. Like you haven't Mm -hmm. gotten married. That doesn't mean that your relationship though is any less than mine. I mean, that's just bullshit. Right. And one of the things that we have in our notes too is they think that those are the only accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And we know, you know, when, getting a new job or starting your own business or buying a home. Um, When we started the podcast and we appeared on the new and noteworthy page, like I shared that on my personal Facebook. And I think you were like the only person (laughs) that commented on it. Um, Maybe some one other person did, but, and I know not everybody understands what that is, but it's still like, you know, I, I kind of, 
these things aren't maybe held to the same held in the same regard as saying I'm engaged or I'm pregnant or whatever, you know, the accomplishments, they don't seem like that they're worthy of celebration as much as those things. Those things are great too, but we don't um, measure them the same way. And maybe I've been guilty of that myself. I'm trying now to make sure that I really build people up when they share something uh, uh someone that I'm kind of friends with on Instagram shared today that she had written a book well I shared it because oh, wow. that's great that's amazing like you know we have to celebrate whatever win someone has we should mm-hmm. celebrate that and I don't and I understand why that, we why we don't think that those are important yeah. as well I th- I think that you I mean like Carrie said it best like on the episode um, like after graduation, if we don't get married and we don't have kids, nobody really celebrates us. Right. And that's, that's actually very true because when I think about things, um, and this is in no way, you know, to put down my friends and family who are listening to this. Oh, no, no. Me but there have definitely been times where I have been so proud of myself and I have been, you know, I've won an award. I have been featured in magazines. Um, I hit a personal goal of mine, random things like that, but those things are not celebrated. Yeah. I think and I've been in the same boat um, before. Um, It's really difficult because there are things that I know that I do for everyone else, you know, do you know, and this is not saying that I wouldn't want to, but how many like engagement gifts, wedding gifts, showers you know bridal shower baby showers um all of this you know I have spent and given so much time and everything Mm -hmm. I think that's why you said also that I'm trying to be more aware of other important moments that people are sharing because I know what it feels like when no one does like even a simple like congratulations that's amazing or like how you shared it on Instagram or whatever it doesn't have to be that you throw me a party or like treat me to an expensive meal but just even like a simple congratulations and acknowledging Mm -hmm. that that moment was an important part of my life you know or something that happened there just seems to be this thing in our society where we only celebrate these certain things and I just that's bullshit. Yeah. And I, I, like I said, I'm trying to be more mindful of that myself because I wonder if I have been guilty of it as well. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking about friends that have bought houses like on their own. That's a big accomplishment. It's a huge accomplishment. Um, Like you said, um, I'm just sharing anything, any kind of milestone, any goal, writing a book, um, launching a podcast, reaching a blog goal, those are all important things to someone. And maybe you don't understand them, but someone worked really hard at that and they deserve a, like you said, a congratulations. They it's celebration worthy. Even for me, like I've been so excited when I've landed like um, sponsorships or something with a brand that like I have idolized for years. Like, working with Sephora, working with, you know, Urban Decay and different things. That's a huge deal for me. Yeah, of course. And sometimes it's been crickets. Mm -hmm. And that's hard because at this point in my life, okay, people have celebrated me being married, but I'm not going to be having children. You know, I'm not getting married again. (laughs) Like, you know, 
are the things that I'm really proud of and the things that are happening to me, are people ever going to put them as the same standard of, you know, if I were to be pregnant or something? Exactly. That's really, it's sometimes, it is really hard. Like when I do go to weddings and baby showers and stuff and I see it happening again and again and again for these people and I'm so happy for them. It's not like, you know, I'm jealous or anything like that, but it's like, sometimes in the corner, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, what about me? Yeah. Where were you guys, you know, when, I mean, seriously though, like when you mentioned about us being featured on the new and noteworthy page of Apple podcast, that's a huge deal. That is a huge deal that our little podcast made it on there so many times. Like we were literally next to celebrities on iTunes. Oh yeah. I know. And that's hard for me. Yeah. And um, me too. Um, but I don't know, like I've tried to give people some grace and say, well, maybe they didn't understand. Sorry, I just kind of slurred that out somehow. Maybe they <laughs> didn't understand <laughs> what that meant, but I still have shared other things and I never really get um, our congratulations or a response. And, you know, think- it's tough sometimes, It, you know, you it want is. to be celebrated just like everybody else. and. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what else to say about uh, that certain, this exact topic. I um, wanted to read a couple of responses from the reader survey thing that I did. Yeah. And they were quite a few. There were two that really kind of um, stuck out to me. And I just put, have you ever felt that some of your life accomplishments, achievements, celebrations are not being celebrated as much as some of your friends who have gotten engaged, married, or had children? And someone put, yes, I recently graduated with my MBA, which I completely, I completed while working full time and hardly anyone apart from my family and internet friends, friends said anything about it. I noticed there were a couple of school related ones on there and getting an advanced degree is amazing. Huge. Getting your master's is such an amazing accomplishment. I mean, and this one, you know, the one person I did it while working a full-time job. And to not have like, you know, friends and that congratulate. I mean, that's a huge achievement. Yeah. It that one is. really like I wanted to give that person a hug. There were two of those answers. Um, but another one that stuck out to me, and I think that maybe sometimes I do this because I've just been felt like no one's gonna care. Like, I'm not getting married, I'm not having kids, it's not gonna be a big deal to people. And it's sad, but this is true. But the person um put sometimes and somewhat, but at the same time, I don't broadcast, I downplay my achievements. And, maybe, and I think that I've gotten yeah, a habit of that. I, I was gonna say, I wonder if I have done that yeah. too. And so perhaps that's part of, partially my fault, but I don't know. I know a lot of us have experienced it. Yeah. And we definitely, if this is something you've experienced, you're not alone. And this isn't to say that weddings and engagements and babies and stuff should not be celebrated. But I think that we do need to remember that there's a lot more that we should still be celebrating people for achieving, you know? Yeah. It's not just those social norms that we should be celebrating. There's a lot of other ways to celebrate people. Right. There are other and miles. You don't have to throw some other good things yeah. that can happen in a person. You don't life. have to 
throw some lavish party for them, but just a simple congratulations. That's incredible. Send a card in the mail. Do you know how excited I get over a card being sent to me anymore? I know. And the fact that someone was like, thinking of you, sending a card in the mail and just say, Hey, I'm thinking of you. Those little things mean so much to people. Yes, um, they do. I really, when um, Jason had his surgery and the first couple of days were really just a blur, uh, you and Nicole both sent me like money on Venmo. Yeah. <laughs> like coffee I or beer. beer. <laughs> and those little gestures meant so much to me. And it it wasn't anything extravagant, but it was that you two were thinking about me and, and I've had a few people like check in, which also means so much, Uh, just check in on people. We're kind of going off the rails here, but, but it's true. It kind of goes along with it. Yeah, it does. does. And I think someone like me who has, I'm going to say unusual, but it's, it's not really anymore, but with what I do with work, there are accomplishments that mean so much to me that like are like articles and magazines that I've been featured in, um, different things. It's hard for me to be really excited about those accomplishments because I feel like I have no one to share them with. Yeah. It's not like, hey, I got this huge promotion at work. I'm now vice president of the company. You know, mm-hmm. my accomplishments are going to be things that people don't understand. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they're not huge deal like you know they're worth being celebrated my job what I do is kind of the same way and um I never really talk about it because like I've done a couple of things you know that are a big deal but I'm like people won't get it you know (laughs) so maybe I'll tell it to like Jason you know and we'll celebrate it but so I do get that I don't always put that stuff out there because I don't think Mm -hmm. that people will understand yeah And I think that's probably in one way how I downplay my accomplishments and things like that, because I'm just like, people aren't going to care. And maybe that's on me. Yeah, Um, I think that part, I mean, because I'm guilty of that, too. That is on me. And we could have another episode about that, you know, celebrating your accomplishments and not downplaying the things that you've done or the things, you know, the goals that you've reached, because I do think that's important. Mm hmm. I think one of the things, um, and moving this conversation along yeah. a little bit, um, the one thing that I get because I don't have children is we get shit constantly for buying, and I'm putting air quotes, expensive products, living a lavish lifestyle. People will say things like, you know, that you can do that because you don't have kids. It must be nice to afford that because I have kids. I can't do that yeah. anymore or things like that. Yeah. When people say that kind of thing to me as someone who has been through infertility, I want to sit down with them and look them in the eye and just be like, do you have any fucking idea how much money I tried to have children? Yeah. That it put me in debt and over medical bills and all this. Like, don't bring that up with people who don't have children. That Just, well, just right. don't do just, it. You never know. And it's uh, it's another it's another way to shame someone. Uh, I've received messages like that, like a skincare product that I've shared all the time that I literally budget for because it is expensive. 
and it's, you know, I get that it must be nice to afford that or that's outrageous. And it's like, look, this is like my one extravagance. Like I live yeah. very cheaply, like very cheaply. <laughs> um, I don't, I reuse aluminum foil. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm pretty cheap. And there are a couple of things that I like that work for me that I'm going to make sure that I have money for because I work hard and I'm not going to be shamed for working hard and having, not only do I work full time and have a good salary, I also have blog salary, blog income. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I try to save quite a bit. Um, and we'll talk about that in our budget episode coming soon, but I don't, I don't feel the need to have to explain or justify my purchases or what we spend money on. We get, I don't really love traveling. I will be honest. It's not a thing that I love to do, but we do get to go to the beach a couple of times a year, usually sometimes more, but my sister lives there. So that's like the only time that I get to see her. Um, So, and we get to go for a little cheaper because sometimes we'll stay with her, you know, there are certain things that we do. Like we don't buy each other Christmas gifts or presents for birthdays. We do something. So like at Christmas, we always go on a trip for our birthdays. We'll maybe go to a concert or do some, you know, go on like a weekend. That's Mm -hmm. what, that's how we spend our money. And we both work really hard and we are (laughs) right. You have your main job, your blog, and the podcast. Even though we're not making a dime on the no, podcast, it's no, not, as much not as well. yet. I think we'll get there. But hopefully, <laughs> I mean, yes, putting it out there. Yeah, I think, and also reading in some of our reader responses, um, people were like, "Just because we buy nice things doesn't mean that we live a lavish lifestyle." Right. I I can totally see that because we're the same way. Like, I bought a new work bag. Um, in August, a work tote, the one that I had literally the, it had ripped like the, um, handle ripped off of it, but I had carried it for five years. Like I've invested in a nice bag, but I only have one. Like I don't, I'm not a purse person. So I don't have like 10, $500 bags. Like I just don't, Mm -hmm. that's not for me. So I will buy like one nice piece or something like that. So I'm not, I'm not a big spender, you know. And I have friends who um, just did not want children. Like they're married, but they don't want children. Yeah. And they've, you know, said to me, "I don't, you know, say things to my friends who do have children and bash them for the amount of money they're spending on things." Yeah. And right. it's not my fault that all their money goes to their kids. Because, like, my one friend, she said to me that, um, and someone actually brought this up in the reader survey that you know it must be nice to buy you know X Y Z. All my money goes to my kids. And my friend who doesn't have children was like, "But you chose to have children. Yeah. That's your life choice. And this is I am choosing choice. to not yeah. have children. This is my life choice. You know. So I think that there is like you know a lot of um, I th- I don't know what I'm trying to put into words. Um, just because you don't have kids does not mean you're living a lavish lifestyle. Um, Another thing to go along with this, I think could be, you know, that conversation that people um, will say to you, well, you don't have kids. You, you know, you must have all the time in the world or you don't have kids. You don't know what it's like to be busy. Yeah. 
I get Ugh. that a lot. And like the sleeping, you know, I have insomnia. Yeah. I battle with it um, on and off. So I don't sleep either. I remember a few years ago, someone had posted this thing like, I should be able to cut in line at Starbucks to the front of the line because I have kids. And it's like, oh okay, gosh. well, I don't, but I'm still damn tired. You know, it doesn't mean I know that moms work hard and that you're tired, but there are others of us that maybe work a lot or some of us are dealing with insomnia or you just don't know. Not everyone gets a full eight hours of sleep every night. I'd say most people yeah. don't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just um, how life is. As far as all of the questions that I put on the form, this is one of the ones that got the most responses. And someone said, yes, and it's not fair. I work a full-time job and I have two side hustles. Just just because I don't have kids doesn't mean I'm not busy. Oh, did I um, write that? <laughs> <laughs> someone put, oh my God, you think you're busy and tired makes me crazy. You know what? I am tired yeah. and I don't have kids. Chill. <laughs> Um, someone wrote, good Lord, yes, and absolutely not. Everyone has their own shit going on. You chose to add some extra little people to your schedule, but that doesn't mean I don't have my own things going on. Um, another person put, I get this all the time, especially if I comment that I'm tired or something. It's not fair. Everyone is busy. Everyone is tired. It's not a contest. And that's so true because I think a lot of the times why even bring that up to someone? Life, is, we're not comparing lives here. I, we are all busy. I think it's a really shitty thing. And I know I said last episode, I, I hate the glorification of busyness. I know that I have a lot going on, but I also recognize that parents and non-parents, there are some people who have much more going on than me. I don't yeah. like this competition over who's more busy. I think it's obnoxious. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it is a riveting conversation. I just don't care. You know, it's everyone has shit going on. I don't need to sit here and list all the things that I do, you know, so you can see how, you know what I'm saying? It's like, everyone's busy. busy. I think it's just, I think it's silly. I don't find it interesting. To be frank, I think in our society today, being busy is almost like an accomplishment. Yeah, that's what not. some people it's are ridiculous. It. I wish not. that I weren't. I like days when yeah. I don't have anything. To, I actually had um, a college friend who was one of my college roommates, and I had shared a post like a few months ago, and I said I hate the glorification of busyness. And she has a child, works uh, full time. Her husband like has a like a very busy career where he travels a lot. Like they have a lot going on. And she commented on the post and said, I love this. I have decided that we are not going to be like a busy family. I just, I don't want it. I don't want it for my kid. I I don't say I'm busy. Like I, we have a lot of downtime and I loved that. Like, I thought that was such a refreshing take. There's no reason to like, it's not a competition. It's okay to be like, you know what? I'm not busy. I sat down over the weekend and read two books and that is okay. It's so silly that that is something that we talk about, that we worry about. And you shouldn't be punished for the fact that you were able to do that. No, I I don't think any of us should be. I think it's so, I think it's ridiculous that we all want to one up each other on the busyness scale. Constantly. You know. Um I wanted to I wanted to bring this up because someone had put on there um 
that she has gotten this, you know, speech even before she was a parent, but it's still happening to her because she only has one child. Basically the mothers are shaming her because, well, you only have one kid. Wait until you have more. Um, I might know who this person is. I think I might too. Yeah. So what I also would say to that is, again, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Um, What if they can't have more, but they wanted more? Like, Or maybe it's just too much and they just want to want yeah. you never you don't know what one and done is. i have yeah. friends like we had one kid we're done i'm not going through that anymore yeah. the one and done um and i know um, the- i'm sorry to cut you off i am um, on the other side of that like i follow someone who has five kids and they get even shamed for that too it's like you can't, you can't win for losing four- yeah my sister-in-law they have four kids oh, yeah, that's and the mom the mom shaming um from talking to friends and family and different things, it's very real. Like we're shamed for not having kids. The mom shaming from what I have heard stories sounds crazy. Um, obviously I'm not a mom, so I've never experienced that, but I have heard some of the things. Um, recently someone posted that she uses, you know, like the um, carts at grocery stores and target that have where you can, not like a regular cart, but they have the added seats where you can buckle your kids in. Yeah. Okay. She was shamed because she used those carts for her one child. And someone's, you know, said that they should be only used for people who have two children oh, or more. Give me a break. She's like, my child is heavy. I can't lift, you know, yeah. my child in a regular cart. Like, so mom shaming is very real. We're definitely acknowledging that. It's insane to me the amount of shame that people put on one another it's in it's crazy it's like we never do anything right yeah there's no point in our life where we are not going to be shamed yeah so we um definitely kind of went a little away from the episode um that we were talking about but we just wanted to say like we you know we know it happens too in many ways like the shaming and the comments it really you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't i guess yeah And that's very true. But I think the one thing that I definitely, that episode really like kind of drilled into me is the fact that Carrie is told in the episode, she doesn't have a real life. Yes. If you are someone who is single and is not married or you're in a relationship, but you don't have children, or maybe you are married and you do have kids and all that everyone's life is just as important as everyone else. Just because, you know, maybe you don't have children or you're not married or you're not in a relationship, that does not mean that you don't have a real life. And something that I said in the beginning, I think I did at least, you don't have to be a mom or a wife to be considered important. That's just, Mm -hmm. that's bullshit from a long time ago that's for some reason our society is still carrying around. But you are just as important as everyone else. And that's something that I think as women, we need to be reminded of. Um, I will always say this. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Don't assume someone is, you know, in a bad marriage because they don't have kids, but they're married. I mean, that's personally been said to me, like I said before. So I've been through that or like, you know, for you, just because you and, you know, your partner are not married, that doesn't mean that you don't have a real relationship. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know. There's just some major 
major issues that we as a society have, we have to do better. We really have to do better. Wow. We have to change the conversations. We we really have to stop this because it's, that episode was what we said, 2003. Three. Mm-hmm. It's 2019 and this bullshit is still happening. Um, so it's definitely time that we change the conversations and we start congratulating people for things other than getting married, yeah. other than having babies and and just we just stop asking asinine questions and saying yes. shitty things to everyone <clears throat> and um you know we're allowed to make whatever choice we make and some of us are living lives that maybe it wasn't it's just how it happened you know you wake up one day yeah. and you're 45 and you're like oh shit you know this isn't really what i wanted but it's okay and i love my life like you can love your life find something to love about it you know even if it's not what you thought it would look like yeah. And I think that that happens for a lot of us. Um, excuse me. I'm sorry. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Guys, allergy season. This uh, ragweed and dry heat is kicking my butt. So I apologize. A, it's really gross. Yeah. I really, I'm we're gonna sorry. <laughs> we're going to drink. You're going to hear things. I mean, it's been lawn or leaf blowers. You never know what's going to happen in this podcast. Yeah, I was afraid uh, my. Uh, neighbor was gonna be doing something in the yard today like I just had a feeling I saw him out there kind of tinkering around and I was like great it sounds like you haven't you know jackhammered your driveway in a while why don't you get started on that <laughs> yeah I wanted to close the episode up unless you had something else that you wanted to no. say by reading one final uh, thing from the um form quickly yeah l- let me just uh say again um you know, we are coming from two people whose lives don't really look like we we thought they would. So I know yeah. we get this maybe a little more than some of you do, um, but we wanted to kind of keep it uh, to where everybody could kind of identify with some of the things that we talked about. Um, we are two two women, you know, who are in our <laughs> 30s and this is what we have experienced. And I know Christine and I are both very lucky. We have really good lives and uh, we don't struggle and really (laughs) we're in most ways. Um, We can pay our bills. We can, we have, you know, stocked refrigerators and air conditioning and reliable transportation. And I know that for some people, these problems that we talk about may not seem like they're big, but they are big to us. And they are. Um, you know, I know there are much bigger problems out there that people are facing, but these are things and there are things that we don't talk about on this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. you know, not that we won't, not that we won't get more personal. <laughs> um, we're not really want to shy away from it. So just yeah. wanted to we both I know not to speak for you, but know how lucky we are. And these oh. are things that we have found very hurtful uh, in our yeah. lives. So I just want to kind of put that out there kind of again. No, I totally think. And I think that we probably speak for a lot of people who are, you know, obviously don't have their own podcast to, you know, blast this to everyone online. But, you know, it is really an important topic and important conversation to have because, you know, 
I get messages all the time from people telling me, you know, I'm so glad that you guys have started talking about this. I don't know anyone who is bringing up these conversations. And that just tells me that we're not alone. Yeah. And these conversations are important. And one more Um, thing before uh, we finish it out. I listened to, I heard this years ago. It was something maybe on YouTube, but this woman was saying that there, her quote was, there is no harder. Hard is hard. And I think sometimes we are afraid to talk about our problems because we think, well, someone, you know, has it much worse and they always do. But just because someone does, doesn't mean that your problem or your issue isn't valid. And that's very true. I like, I know sometimes we're afraid to complain or afraid to say something because we think, well, we're being silly. Someone else is really suffering and this is just a petty little problem. And maybe it is, but if it's important to you, then it's important. And it's, if it's hard for you, then it's hard. So Mm -hmm. sorry to keep uh, kind of taking the conversation over, but I just wanted to put those two things out there. Yeah. I just wanted to read this one thing because I think it kind of sums up this whole episode perfectly. Um, I think a lot of people have a tendency to view their time and lives as more important than others. So when someone, someone's life looks different, they're dismissive of it. Like when you become a mom, your kidless friends sometimes act like you're not doing anything. When you're kidless, your mom friends think your time is more flexible and you have no reason to be tired. Even amongst kidless people, they see their jobs as more demanding than others. It's ridiculous and this mindset is a good way to break down your relationships. Everyone is busy. Everyone is tired. Our time is not more valuable than someone else's regardless of demands of job, pay, children, spouses, or age. Oh, I love that. So I think that, you know, we have to remember that, you know, my sister-in-law, she just had a baby. She's tired. She's busy. She's tired. I don't have children. I am married. I'm busy. I'm tired. You are in a relationship. You are not married. You're tired. We're all busy and tired. There's no comparison here. We're all busy. We're all tired. We're all stressed. We're doing the best that we can do. Let's leave each other alone. I think that you've said it perfectly. Let's yeah, leave so, each other alone. This introvert yeah. would like to be left alone. <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> um so we hope that this was um we did go off the rails a little bit but you know what it's fine yeah (laughs) um i think that the (laughs) the important thing is definitely we're a mom and pop podcast we're gonna say this over and over again um your life is valuable you don't have to feel that if you aren't a wife or a mother that your life is not valuable you know what everyone is um your time is important your accomplishments are important you know all of that remember that drill it into your mind and the next time someone makes you feel like shit remember this podcast episode Um, and share your accomplishments even if you think that it's something small i would love to see more of that like brag about yourself this week and beyond I think sometimes people are afraid to brag about things that aren't, you know, like engagements and things like that. But I would love, I love that you said that. Do it more often. That's something I need to be be better about, like sharing my accomplishments as a woman and that I need to do it more often because I don't. I'm dismissive about it. I brush it off. Like I'll share it with Rob or something. Don't be afraid to put it out there. You know, maybe no one comments on it. Like Lindsay said, when she, you know, comment or um, 
push that on there. I can't even talk when Lindsay <laughs> put that on her Facebook. Oh my gosh, I'm a mess. And I was the only one that commented on it. Hopefully, just by you sharing it, people will see it. They might not comment on it, but people will see it. Keep sharing your important moments yeah. and don't be afraid to put it out there. Exactly. So I think we're going to wrap up this episode um, because this has been one of our longest ones, I believe. Oh, is it? <laughs> um, we're about an hour and 20 minutes. Okay. So we had a lot to say. That's not bad. We had a lot to say. So don't let some piece of shit tell you that you're not going to know what love is until you have kids or whatever. Don't let another mom shame you for using the cart at the, at the store. We're all, there's just so much that we could talk about with this episode. So if you made it through um, this whole episode, I'm going to uh, give you a round of applause because we covered a lot. Yes, we did. But, uh, I hope you guys yeah. enjoyed this. Uh, you know, we have a lot of really fun episodes coming up. I'm very excited for the our content for the next few months. And yeah, I really haven't even said this to Christine, but I'd like to have um, maybe at the beginning of the year, because I know, God, we're getting through October already, but um, have a couple more guests on, uh, you know, now that we've kind of upgraded our equipment and know a little bit more, I'd like to bring some more people on for interviews and, you know, just keep talking about things that you guys want to listen to. Yeah. Um, so thank you for listening to this episode. As a reminder, the Whisper Man is going to be our October book of the month. And that episode will be going live on October 30th. Yes. And please continue to rate uh, five stars, please. Yes. Um, review and subscribe on iTunes and wherever you listen to podcasts. Please keep them coming. It helps us get seen, helps us stay relevant, um, and it will help us in the future if we want to get guests on here. And, you know, if we want to start doing a little sponsored post or, you know, sponsorships here and there because we are currently paying for this podcast. So, yeah. you know. So... Just, you know, I did see we got another review and it was a five yes. star. So thank well, you thank so you much. Thank you for that. I am doing, this will be closed by now, but I was doing a little giveaway for the book for October. And I may start doing yeah. that every month um, to give away yeah. the a book club book just to kind of get people, keep you guys engaged and kind of interacting with our social media and leaving us reviews and all that, but we do appreciate those of you who continue to share and review. We can't yeah, do it you. without you. And thank you. Um, now that this has been the 20th episode, thank you for sticking with us, yes. even though we still can't pronounce names. <laughs> <laughs> we have upgraded our equipment, but we still can't pronounce a name to save our lives. So, you know, we're all. every episode we try to get better, but there are some things that we just kind of suck at and I need to utilize. Um, the google like tra not translator but the you know what i'm talking about the thing that will film yeah, it out for you about. i need to probably yeah. start using that yeah. <laughs> but thank you guys so much yeah, um, for listening you. to our 20th Yay. episode and we will talk to you guys next yeah. time thank you